Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Uh, awesome. Anytime there's recruiting news, I'm just giddy. And there is some recruiting news. Uh, that's been something kind of awesome here lately with uh, the University of Alabama. But I want to tell everybody about Rock Auto, who is our sponsor for today's show. Amazing selection. You know the jingle. And we're going to talk about them in just a little bit. But, Jimmy, we are going to lead the show off with all this recruiting news. And it's not just a little bit of recruiting news. It's a lot of recruiting news. Uh, first of all, a guy that I had the pleasure of seeing play in the uh, 4A state championship game in basketball committed to Alabama, but as a linebacker, he's only a sophomore, but Robert Woodyard, I guess he's going to be a junior. He's, he's sort of in transition uh, between 10th and 11th grade, I should be clear. And um, he is going to be a junior at uh, Williamson down in Mobile. He's rated the number two inside linebacker and number 58 overall player in the country per 27 sports. And he committed to Alabama today. It's a big deal. He is uh, currently ranked the number five rising junior in the state of Alabama. Uh, based, I've seen tape of all the all the top guys. And one thing that's hurt him a little bit is he only played in four football games as a sophomore. Uh, most of his film is from his freshman year, and he's, he's ranked this high nationally because of that. Uh, I think – uh, a healthy Robert Woodyard this fall is going to rise in those rankings. I won't be surprised at all, Luke, if he doesn't end up number two behind uh, Jeremiah Alexander. Uh, currently, the number one player is likely to stay that way. Uh, but I, I think Woodyard could end up number two in the state, top 50 in the country. I think he compares athletically to Dylan Moses. And, and, and as crazy as that sounds, if I'm wrong, okay, I'll settle on Ricky Raglan. But that's just sort of to me, what he is, he's a little shorter than those guys. So I hate making that comparison. He's built more like a traditional inside linebacker. He's not quite as long as Dylan and Reggie, but the athleticism, he, he is the athlete that those guys are. And it's big news when you can get an inside linebacker that's such a plus athlete. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, and look, I, I again, I I saw him in the basketball uh, tournament at the at the finals at the BJCC. Um, they got him listed at six one. I'm going to say that's legit. Sometimes you worry uh, about heights and weights, and they got him listed at two ten. I'm going to say if anything, that's light. I mean, he's yeah. bulky. He he's he's a beefcake. Uh, boy, yeah. I, I wish I'd picked another word. Um, I like it. But Let's I, go with it. I think it works. Yeah, I think it works. But um, anyway, he is the number two player in the state uh, for next season behind Jeremiah Alexander, who's already committed to Alabama, Emmanuel Henderson, uh, running back from Geneva County, Traquan Fagans um, from Love Oxford, him. and Curtis I'm Perry. A from, uh, I'm a big Fagans guy. I, I like Fagans from Oxford. <clears throat> the Henderson kid who's likely to end up at Auburn, real talented and I'm, this might be the stupidest thing I ever say about a prospect on the show, but every time I watch that, that running back from Geneva, I think, wow, he's a, this is a good running back. I wonder what he'd look like on defense. You know, you know? And, and maybe that's not the best thing you, you need to say about a highly touted running back. I, I just kind of wonder what he might look like playing somewhere else. Maybe it's because he's not really built like, you know, he's just kind of narrow a little bit, you know, and, and running backs have to run with power behind their pads. I, I love that guy. Well, put it this way. I love Henderson 
as an athlete. I'm not sure I love him as a running back. Now, watch him rush for 2,200 <clears throat> yards as a freshman at Auburn. I mean, you know, but I'm just saying that that that's how I feel about him. So do you, do you feel – I don't want to get too off track here, but do you feel like that is – that's certainly where he'll be headed is Auburn? I think Auburn's a strong favorite for him. Uh, I think Auburn's a strong favorite. I think he's a natural Auburn guy. It's their area of the state maybe a better fit schematically as you know Alabama tends to like bigger stronger backs uh add all that up and I say Auburn but uh I think he's so good that Alabama's gonna be taking a long look he he could end up a high priority for Alabama I do think that's probably he's a talented talented kid um and I will talk about why that's kind of interesting in just a little bit with some other recruiting news but I uh, wanted to talk a little more about this list Robert Woodyard of course, committed to Alabama today. Um, and then Riley Quick is listed as the number six player in the state and uh, who's Pierce Quick's brother. You have to think right. Alabama would be sitting pretty there. Justice Finkley, who just got an Alabama offer uh, from Hewitt Trustful, he is the number seven player in the state. And then Caden Story, who is the brother of Christian Story, who committed to uh, who signed with Alabama, he's also in the top eight. So you've got uh, – Several guys there with either who have already committed to Alabama or already have strong ties to Alabama, so it's looking good for the 2022 class. Yeah, Finkley is the riser there. I mean, in terms of the guys behind, I mean, I, I think Finkley's a heck of a player. I, I, I think he's going to be a big time guy. A couple of guys from Mobile, people aren't talking about yet. I just know these local kids so good. Uh, a couple of local kids that I think are going to blow up to Alabama level Lucas Taylor, an offensive lineman at St. Paul's has multiple SEC offers, including big-time programs. Doesn't have an Alabama offer yet, but he's a, a, a basically a rising junior who's already knocking on the door to 300 pounds and, and, and plays a light feat. Uh, he, he's a really good prospect. And a running back at Theodore that I can't believe isn't a bigger deal on, on the national radar yet, Kirsten Rogers, who's a 215-pound back at Theodore, Rushed for over a thousand yards last year as a sophomore. He will he will run over you. I think the question with him is going to be speed. If he if he gets on the track, he gets on the forty, improves his proves that he has an adequate forty time. He he's going to blow up. Uh, this is a natural big strong back that I can't believe. He he's exactly the type of back you know that 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 Nick Saban loves. I mean he he he's a point A to point B guy. Uh, speaking of point A to point B, whenever you want to get from point A to point B, the best thing to do is just cut out a middleman. If there's like a A.5 or, you know, a B.5 mixed in there somewhere, or is there, you know, that'd be kind of cool if we invented a letter between A and B, but there's not one. And so you want to cut out the middleman and go straight to Rock Auto to get your auto parts. You want to go there because they have quality parts. They have all the parts your car could ever need. It says it in the jingle is all the parts your car will ever need from Rock Auto. Reliably low prices. Obviously, you're cutting out a middleman, so you're going to save some money right there. And it also gives you a chance to be a bit of a do-it-yourselfer. You know, your wife's been getting on to you. You're spending a lot of money over at the uh, uh, over at the car fixing place. And so you're like, hey, I'm going to take this weekend and I'm going to change out my transmission or whatever. You could put a new chassis in or, or axle or johnson rod as george costanza once said um or you want to do some rust proofing whatever it is you want to do you want to visit rock auto that's r-o-c-k-a-u-t-o 
rockauto.com. Rockauto.com and tell them that the Locked On Kids sent you by using promo code Locked On. Jimmy, more recruiting news today. Alabama offered Armani Goodwin, who, speaking of Justice Finkley, he's a teammate of Justice Finkley. Uh, Armani Goodwin is a great running back. He's already committed to Auburn. He's a little bit undersized. Um, I've watched him a lot because he was on the same team as uh, DeZalyn Worsham um, and uh, Paul Tyson, uh, Pierce Quick. You know, he was that, – that was a pretty incredible team. Um and he is, he's got one more year left. Now, he got hurt last year. Auburn stuck with him. He committed to Auburn. I think he's been a lifelong Auburn fan, uh, which is, you know, hey, sometimes that happens. It's unfortunate, but sometimes it happens. And so he is committed there. And But Alabama offered him today. And I think that's very interesting, considering Alabama's uh, pretty incredible depth chart at running back right now. To offer a running back, Alabama's got to think a lot of them. Yeah, here's what's interesting to me is uh, I'm not going to be shocked if Alabama doesn't sign a running back. I think what, what I'm, I'm assuming here, and we all know what happens when we assume, I'm making an ass out of you, me, pretty much everybody. Um, I'm assuming what Alabama's doing is covering their bases here. Maybe they're not going to take a back, but they would like to have a relationship with a few that they'll consider taking. Because I think it's interesting that it's not a great year for for running backs in the state of Alabama or or nationally or regionally for that matter. But Alabama now has quote, and I'm I'm using the air quotes because you can't see me, but I'm using the air quotes. Alabama has now offered air quotes three in-state running backs in this group. They have offered Armani Goodwin from Hewitt Trustful. They have offered Joseph McKay from Central Phoenix City. And they've offered Jalen White from from Dothan, or if they're not offering him, they're certainly talking to him. Uh, that's three really good back. I'm high on all three. Now I'm not high on all three. Like, oh my gosh, we got three Najee Harris's in Alabama. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying all three of those guys are pretty interesting, though none of them are slam dunks. It's in, it's just Alabama clearly keeping the hand in on running back recruiting. I wonder if, and again, assuming, making an ass out of everyone, you, me, all of us, I'm wondering if maybe with seven running backs on scholarship, two of them seniors, Alabama's worried that, hey, a couple guys get frustrated that they're not getting the ball this fall and they portal out. Our seven could turn into three or four in a hurry. So we better sort of stay in with some backs in case we've got a portal disaster. You know, maybe that's what's going on. I've never had a portal disaster. I, I once had a porta potty disaster, and trust me, it's not something you want. Uh, but I'm yeah, impressed it's only been once. <laughs> I've probably had about well, ten of those things. Yeah, this is no kidding. If I, I didn't ever really like the show Jackass, um, I, I just didn't like it. I thought it was such a horrible thing to put on TV for other kids to try and emulate, which a lot of them did very stupidly. And you know, it's sort of the uh, Darwinism that if you copy something incredibly stupid and perish from it, then, you know, that's, that's sort of natural selection. But um, I, I don't like even putting ideas in people's head, but one of the, one of the episodes of Jackass had Johnny Knoxville um, get into a porter potty and then they like, they rolled it down a hill or something. Like it was a full porter potty and they rolled it down a hill. And I mean, I, it made me, want to vomit for him and i just yeah he wore goggles but i mean 
there, you could not put me in a life-sized condom and tie up the ends and let me do that. I just wouldn't do it. I just, it's just disgusting. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, so Whew. yeah, Armani Goodwin. Uh, yeah. It does make you kind of like, even now just think the thought just makes you go, doesn't it? I mean, it does, but anywho, Armani Goodwin, uh good player. I, I think that, um, he is worth an Alabama offer. I know that some other uh, message boards have, have not thought so, but Nick Saban says, ha ha, I do think he's worth an offer. And if he thinks he's worth an offer, that's good enough for me. Speaking of player. things that he's a good player to me, I mean, to my, my only knock on it is Alabama under Saban hasn't had a lot of good luck, nor have they offered a lot of small backs. Now, that being said, we say that and then look at our roster, Keelan Robinson's one of the most exciting players on our entire roster right now. Armani Goodwin compares favorably to him. In some ways, Armani Goodwin is rated higher than Keelan Robinson ever was, uh, even though they're similar backs. Now, personally, I think Keelan's got a little bit more burst to him, so I prefer Keelan to Armani. But you can't – it's just Auburn hating to say we shouldn't sign small backs, but I love Keelan Robinson – uh, as, as a reason for not liking Armani Goodwin. I mean, I, just because he's been committed to Auburn, that shouldn't, it certainly didn't mean anything to Nick Saban. You know, if, if we, if we like him, we like him. And and again, we, we have had luck with some small backs. Sometimes it's good to have a change up and the, the kid's a good player. Yeah. And in fact, I, I was going to make that point until you got me off of my porta potty thing. That was your fault. Um, <laughs> Keelan Robinson is kind of that guy. And now, I would venture to say I think Keelan Robinson's probably a better prospect than Armani Goodwin. Um, but Keelan Robinson also has not made a huge splash on Alabama's team just yet, although he did have a massive, what, 80-yard run against somebody like New Mexico State, and everybody was impressed with his speed. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's one of the guys that uh, somebody else tweeted out. You know, people are sleeping on Keelan Robinson or whatever, and it made me think, hey, you know, that's a guy that – he probably is one of those potential portal guys if things don't come together this year, assuming we have a year, uh, which is, a, uh, you know, a podcast for another day, virtually every other day, because we always talk about it for going have a year. But I'm not doing that shit anymore. Instead, what I'm going to do is tell you about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You go to BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D. O-N, and you'll get $10 off your first order. I've said it a million times. The pineapple upside down cake is the bomb. You need to try it. Jimmy is uh, partial to anything with peanut butter in it, I think. Um, and so I, <laughs> I he, like the, uh, he likes I that. Like the, uh, I like the banana nut bread built bar is my favorite of the ones I ate. Yeah, I don't think good. I had a pineapple upside down one in my box. I, I might have got a hose there. But I did have a banana nut bread one, and it was just <laughs> There's great. so many things wrong with that sentence. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, BuiltBar.com, absolutely delicious. We love them. Uh, we, we are so happy they're on board for the entire year, sponsoring all things Locked On. And Rock Really Auto. do appreciate those guys. Rock and Rock Auto, Auto too. And, and, you know, it'd be kind of cool if, like, they switched jingles just for one time, but I don't guess they'll do that. All right, Jimmy, let's like talk about neighbor. one other piece. Rock Auto is there. <laughs> With Bill Barr. Um, <laughs> what if uh, what if we talked about some recruiting here to wrap it up, you know, since we've been talking oh, about uh, recruiting? Oh, Devontae Smith, the uh, corner. From yeah, Ohio. that's where I'm going. Yeah, oh, yeah, perfect. Right. No, you go there. Are you, we... tell, you tell the world about our new Devontae Smith. <laughs> you think the old Devontae Smith is something. Check out the new Devontae Smith. 
yeah, meet the new Devontae Smith, same as the old Devontae Smith, right? I mean, um, he is, weird. Uh, first they're of all, six foot, they're the same size, too. If you go back, they really are six foot 185. Six foot 165. <laughs> and I think the kids even yeah. listed 165. He clearly is on the tape. I've watched so much There's huddle no tape. I can be like a circus clown at the damn uh, I watch so much huddle. I I, I can now I, I can watch on a huddle and go, uh, I know I know how much they weigh. That kid he is 160, 165, which is fine. Um, you, people will be surprised how many players we sign at that size. They all just kind of fudge it a little. I mean, we all fudge it on our driver's license. Why do you think these kids are any different? So Anyway, uh, Devontae is the same size as the original Devontae Smith. Now, he's not as highly ranked, but he will be a recruiting rankings riser, not because of a Bama bump, but look at his offer list. Michigan, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Alabama, three or four other SEC schools like Tennessee. He doesn't have the offer list of a kid ranked number 400. He's got a top 250 offer list for sure. Well, first of all, 24-7 does has him does have him as the number eight player in Ohio, 23rd cornerback in the country. And I am 100% with you. He is destined for a Bama bump. Now, whether or not you agree with it uh, in terms of de- is he deserving, he's going to get it. And he's going to get it because, like you said, of the offers. And I think they're all committable offers. Look, if you're committed to Ohio State and flipped Alabama, you're you're pretty good. And, and name, Ohio State, Alabama, name other schools that have better DB reputations. I mean, the only one I can think of is LSU. I mean, LSU is in the mix. If you're a quarterback in Southern Cal or Oklahoma has offered you, you're probably pretty freaking good because that's all they ever have is good quarterbacks. If you're a badass running back, you're probably going to have Alabama, Georgia, you know, Ohio State. But DBs, that's Alabama, that's Ohio State, right? That's LSU, that's Florida. If all four of those schools have offered you and you're a DB, you're a pretty freaking good player. I don't care where you're ranked. No, that's absolutely right. And um, so anyway, he just decommitted from Ohio State today. As most of you listen to this podcast probably know, um, I would say, yes, this is probably good news for Alabama. If you're hoping he commits to Alabama, and I am, and um, he, he looks like a great player to me. His tape is very good. And I always preface that by saying, uh, you know, everybody's highlight tape is good. If your highlight tape sucks, you need somebody new to do your highlight tape, right? <laughs> well, what I look for is, you know, when I evaluate talent, I mean, it's not, you know, where, where fans might make the mistake that like watching this tape and figuring out whether a kid's good or not. I look for traits and not necessarily the play itself. I mean, whether the kid actually scores the touchdown or picks off the ball. That doesn't so much matter to me. I mean, Devontae's a corner. So what I need to see, can he run? Can he hit? Can he turn and run? Is Can he play the ball in the air? What kind of ball skills does he have? Is he beating the other guy for the ball? Is he in the right place at the right time? Does he ever clearly get beat? Speed is hard to gauge on tape. It really is. But gauge it based on, on what's happening on the field. Always look for hey, if he's running in the open field, is anyone on the field gaining ground on him? If he is, it might be a problem. I mean, ju- just look for speed, quickness, burst, ball skills, what he's actually doing. Of course he's making a good play. That's why they put it on the highlight tape. But I'm just looking for athletic traits, things that will translate to the next level. Is he tall? Is he long? 
you know, that, that uh, for a corner, this kid, here's what's interesting. It stood out to me today is the first day I watched his tape. I didn't know he was a flip candidate until, until about two days ago. But now that you know, we know he's a flip candidate, I watched the tape this morning. What's interesting to me is he's clearly a corner because he's six foot 160. I mean, where else is he going to play? So he's a corner, but he plays primarily safety on his team's tape. And that, you might think it's a knock. Actually, it's a good thing because if you're a high school team, just think about this. You're a high school coach trying to win games, right? Where is a player going to have a bigger impact on a high school game? safety or corner the answer is safety because you're putting them in the middle of the field where they're free to make more plays when you put them on corner all you're doing is just locking them up on one guy when you're safety you can play against a bunch of guys whether a running back gets free at the line of scrimmage whether anybody completes a pass over the middle whether there's a deep post you can help with the double team you can impact the game in high school more at safety than you can at corner so i like the fact he's a safety that tells me his high school coach is like I'm putting the best player in the middle of the field. If you just I put agree. him in the corner, all, all you done is you just took you, all you did was take one guy out of the game, you know, on the other team. So the fact is a good thing. Now, playing safety, does he show man-to-man skills? Absolutely. Because he can run, he can turn and run, he's got a smooth back pedal, he hops the ball, makes plays on the ball. He's a really good player. Now, negative. I think for size alone, I would rank him behind Jaquincy McKinstry for sure. I'd rank him behind Jason Marshall, who's a corner that we're recruiting from Miami. Uh, I don't think he's quite as elite as guys, but is he a good SEC cornerback prospect? Absolutely. All right, Jimmy, and we should be having some good news next week, and we are sure to be talking about it. I don't know exactly what our schedule will be because it is 4th of July week. I'm going to be at the beach with the kids, and so things will be spotty, but we're going to try and work in our What beach are you going to? Our Orange Beach. Orange Beach. Orange Beach. Right down the road for me. Right up the old road. Maybe we'll get together and do a live Pod, podcast boy that would that would freak everybody ironically i think for the fourth itself i might be in tuscaloosa of all places so i it's still up still a little bit up in the air as to what's gonna happen for us uh yeah i'll be around all next week until until friday or so all right until then everybody roll tide okay. roll tide <laughs>